0: Welcome to the Global History Week in Review Podcast. This is a Global 10 Podcast where I review essential topics discussed during the week of November 27th, 2018. This week's topics are Imperialism and the Scramble for Africa. The rise in imperialism is a really crucial topic since it leads to so many other important conflicts in global history. So first of all, what is imperialism? All hail plankton! No resting. Oh my gosh, Patrick! Look, plankton's turned everyone we know into slaves. Squidward. Sandy. Mrs. Puff. <gasps> Even Gary. Alright, so that Spongebob clip is maybe a little bit of a stretch, but I'm trying to find a clip that relates to almost every topic that we talk about in global history. So in this clip, Plankton, well, first of all, I don't really know the background of this clip, but it seems like Plankton has taken over Bikini Bottom, and he's turned people into slaves. But let's talk about what, what imperialism is first, and then we can see if we can relate it to that Spongebob clip. So imperialism is a policy practiced by Western nations and when we say Western nations we mean European nations and also the United States. So it's when these Western nations extend their power over another nation and they basically take them over. So think of it as a stronger nation taking over a weaker nation for a variety of reasons. So these reasons can include obtaining more resources for industrialization having more markets to sell goods to spreading ideas like christianity and also there's this idea called social darwinism kind of like the survival of the fittest and in a way imperialism is rooted in racism it's rooted in ethnocentrism where one group these western nations believe that they are inherently better than people of other parts of the world, such as Africa and Asia. So again, I think the SpongeBob clip with Plankton is a little bit of a stretch, but you can kind of say that Plankton is imperializing Bikini Bottom and he's taken over and he's turned people like Sandy and what's her name, Mrs. Puff. And, uh, oh yeah, Gary into slaves, that kind of work for Plankton. Again, it's a stretch, but my goal here is really to relate random Spongebob clips into um, global history. Okay, wait, you know what? Actually, hold on a second. Let's stop the music, stop the music. Take a listen to this Spongebob clip. This might be a better example of imperialism. Maybe, I don't know, let's see. Plankton? Uh-oh. Initiating lockdown sequence. (gasps) No, no, no! No, no, no! No! Squidward! Open up! Give me that! Come on, SpongeBob. Join me! And we'll be rich and powerful until I eventually betray you. Uh, Uh, Join me! No! Never! I'm on Team Krabs for life! What? Where'd it go? Wait a minute. Molecular deconstruction? I proved that to be a scientific impossibility seven times. Wait a minute. I think I forgot to empty Gary's litter box today. Okay, so maybe that clip works a little bit better because if you think about Plankton, he's always trying to break into the Krusty Krab to steal the secret formula for the Krabby Patty. And he's doing it because he's trying to capitalize on it and to profit and make money from the Krusty Krab. So maybe that's a little bit more like what imperialism is And maybe this is a better example than the first clip. So right now we're gonna transition and start talking about the scramble for Africa. So this is when imperialism essentially hits the entire continent of Africa. The story of the scramble for Africa really begins with Leopold II of Belgium, a small European country. And now Leopold II had a large interest in the Congo And now for many, many years, people believed that Leopold was attempting to help the people of the Congo. He would always tell people that he was trying to end slavery in East Africa, that he was doing so many good things for the Congo. But in reality, what Leopold was doing was he was researching the Congo. enslaving people in the Congo to kind of benefit his own needs and this eventually leads to widespread knowledge of what was exactly available in Africa and this ultimately leads to something called the Berlin Conference now the Berlin Conference which was from 1884 to 1885 was a meeting of many European nations including the United States which is not European and at this meeting these nations literally divided up Africa like a cake or a pizza or anything else that you would divide up. To prevent war, these nations said, hey listen, let's sit down and in a civilized way, even though they were doing something a little bit uncivilized, divide up a continent that we essentially know nothing about. And this starts the imperialism or the scramble for Africa. The way that these countries divided up the African continent basically made no sense. They carved up Africa with no regard to the different cultural groups and the different ethnic groups and different groups that spoke different languages or had different religions. They just carved it up based on what would suit their best interests and then they began to go into Africa and take them over. So, by the end of this time period, the only two free nations in Africa were Ethiopia and Liberia, two countries that were able to fend off the Western nations and retain their freedom. When we talk about imperialism, especially of the entire continent of Africa minus two nations, we look at it as a mostly negative event in global history. However, there are some positive outcomes of the scramble for Africa. For example, when the Western nations imperialize Africa, they bring with them the new technologies of industrialization. They build railroads in parts of Africa. Medical care gets better. Access to clean water improves. So things do improve, But also you have to consider that it's the African people that are forced to build these things like the railways. And these Western nations are not doing these things to help the Africans. They're doing these things because it benefits them, it benefits their business, it benefits their ability to make money and to make profit. And also don't forget that a lot of these things that were done during the age of imperialism were rooted in this idea known as the white man's burden and this was an idea that said that the people of these Western nations had an obligation to help people that were quote unquote uncivilized or not as good as the people of the Western nations not as smart they weren't industrialized so there was an opinion that the people from the Western nations had some sort of duty to help these other people around the world because they were simply not as good as them. Alright, that was a lot to cover and I feel like I went over my 10 minute limit but I think that's okay. I know I talked a lot in this episode of the podcast, but there's really a lot, a lot that you need to know about imperialism and also the scramble of Africa. And this is just, this doesn't even scratch the surface. We still have to talk about imperialism in India, the Suez Canal in Egypt, and also the imperialism of China. So there's a lot that we need to still cover, and hopefully I can get another episode up shortly that covers those things. But anyways, this is Mr. Sue. And this was another episode of the Global History Week in Review podcast. And as always, thanks for listening.